Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Gary and Shannon, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We have a huge 1 o'clock hour. Mark Saltzman's going to join us. We're going to be talking about really, really bad people. People that are trying to scam the devastated folks in Florida. And, or, and you. Take advantage of the people who have good intentions and right. helping them out. Poland has asked the United States to have U.S. nuclear weapons based in Poland. The request from the Polish president, Andrzej Duda, widely seen as symbolic. The White House has said it has not received an actual request. According to a U.S. official, we're not aware of this issue being raised and would refer you to the government of Poland. Of course, our government has to figure out what it is they're going to do. We saw yesterday that OPEC Plus decided they're going to slash oil production by 20 million barrels a day. <laughs> you mean when gas prices are already $6.40 on average? In Southern California? Yes, that's what they're going to do. So the United States has to figure out what to do. Um, the White House is now threatening to join Congress in effort to loosen OPEC Plus's power over energy prices. One of the options that's out there is that we start getting some oil from Venezuela, which means we deal with some of the worst people on the planet. So. Standing beside Republican Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, President Joe Biden yesterday said the federal government will support Florida as it recovers from Hurricane Ian, strengthens itself against future storms. A news conference in Fort Myers, the president praised DeSantis and state officials for their extraordinary cooperation in the response. He said what the governor's done is pretty remarkable. I think he's done a good job. It was nice to see. It was nice to see a lack of polarization when it came to these two diametrically de- uh, opposed politicians. I, I think the worst example we saw of people sniping at each other over politics was when President Trump hosted some congressional leaders in the White House. And I don't remember if it was in the Oval Office specifically or not, but it was like Nancy Pelosi chirping at him and then Chuck Schumer chirping at him and then he was chirping back at them. Just it's a bad look. Unseemly, ridiculous. And at that point, they weren't dealing with a natural disaster, obviously. They're dealing, dealing with uh, political uh, belt measuring, if you want to call it that. DeSantis was also an adult in the room, hailing Biden for basically setting off the massive mobilization for aid. Return the president's compliments. He said, we are cutting through bureaucracy. We're cutting through red tape. And that's from local government, state government, and all the way up to the president. A couple of interesting things that I saw regarding this meeting yesterday between DeSantis and Biden. 
One of them was a uh, Politico magazine article from Jeff Greenfield. It was a preview of of what was coming up. And he referred to the very important um, and very public body language that both of them would display and suggested that they both need to be very careful with what they're doing because this is such a dire situation there in Florida and they're there to help that they wouldn't want their body language to overshadow what it is that they were there to announce. Um, Jeff Greenfield, again, uh, an Emmy award-winning TV writer and author said uh, they maneuver, how they maneuver around each other, not just politically, but physically could have ramifications. As a people, we are so very sensitive to imagery, says Joe Navarro, who was an FBI body language expert and discussing how it is that people interact physically, whether it's something as simple as shaking hands, maybe it was a hug, maybe it's a a more than a a 20 second hug to release the endorphins Mm. that everybody wants, or is it just that they're able to hang around each other, get the job done, in and out, nobody gets hurt. Um, I thought it was great. We talked about this early in the show. It's great that one of the things that came out of that meeting yesterday was that Joe Biden used the F word to the mayor of Fort Myers, Florida. It was this sort of a, it was an off camera. We haven't played the audio for it because it's really hard to understand, but it's off camera. I mean, away from the camera. It's not off camera. And he says something to the mayor of Fort Myers, like nobody F's with a Biden or something like that. I mean, and if you look at the mayor of Fort Myers, that's how you talk to that guy, you know? Yeah. And and then reporters were like, were you offended by what the president said? And it's like, why are we guy calling out? No. Yeah. Why are we calling out politicians for not acting like politicians? Why don't we shine a light on, wow, that was a human moment. That was great. Because I want my politicians to be anti-Gavin Newsom. I want them to say the wrong things sometimes. I want them to be human because it means that they're not as tone deaf as a Gavin Newsom appears to be when it comes to everyday people. Yeah, I mean, the biggest criticism of Ron DeSantis in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian has been that he wore white boots. If that's the only criticism you have that you can level against the guy, that means to me that he's doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Now, the memes of him wearing those white boots are pretty freaking hilarious. There's one where they took off all the rest of his clothes and put him in a Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders outfit, which made me laugh out loud. <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, if that's that should be and that should be an indication that yesterday was successful for both men. The other imagery thing that I thought was important that I've seen pointed out a couple of times, since the president goes, should say, when the president goes and speaks at events like this, the podium that he stands behind, if they do use a podium, always includes the seal of the president of the United States of America. And that seal doesn't change. Yesterday, when President Biden gave up the podium and allowed the governor to speak for a few minutes— his campaign, that is Ron DeSantis's campaign, they were the busiest at taking pictures because then you have a picture of Ron DeSantis standing at a podium with the seal of the president of the United States of America right on the front there. And they'll use that in the campaigns. going. Oh, of forward. course. Of course. It was smart on both beha- on both of their behalves yeah. to behave the, the way that they did. Self-serving or not. Um. I, 
again, that that FBI body language expert says he's smart enough referring to uh, referring to Ron DeSantis. But questioning, it seems like, again, this was a preview before they met. He says he'll shake Biden's hand. He's playing the role of governor. He's concerned about lives and property. He can play that up. This is serious business. So he can look equally presidential that he's dealing with an equal, not a supplicant, even though that is precisely what he's there for. So supplicant. Supplicant. Okay, when we come back, we will talk tech, talking about some of the scams that the bad people who are going to hell are running because they let no crisis go unused, just like politicians. Gary and Shannon will continue. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. A bunch of stories that we uh, follow. 12 North Korean warplanes flew in formation near the South Korean border in in a simulation of an attack earlier today. That prompted Seoul to scramble 30 of its own fighter jets. They didn't actually get involved with any of the North Koreans, but uh, they said that they were up to guard the country's airspace. Secret Service agent that was driving the vice president in an SUV struck the curb of a downtown tunnel D.C. hard enough that the vehicle's tire needed to be replaced. That brought the vice president's motorcade to a standstill Monday morning. Uh, people have been concerned that the uh, Secret Service has been covering up even minor things like this. Uh, they don't know why. Elon Musk's lawyers say that Twitter is refusing to accept his renewed $44 billion bid. And that uh, they're asking a Delaware court to halt an upcoming trial. Uh well, the Dodgers wrapped up their season 6-1 to one win over the Rockies yesterday. So the Dodgers in the playoffs, obviously, they don't have to play in the first round. So they, next Tuesday, will play the winner of the Padres-Mets wildcard series, which starts tomorrow. Colts-Broncos tonight, by the way, for Thursday Night Football. 120 on Thursday, we welcome in Mark Saltzman with Tech Talk. The machines are getting smarter. This is Tech Talk, brought to you by Skynet. Before we get to Mark, we did get a cool email from Jerry. He said, hello there. My better half is addicted to Halloween, turns our whole house inside and out to a new theme every year, makes her happy. That makes me happy. Love you, too, and your show makes my day easier to deal with. Thank you, Jerry. And did you see the pictures of his house? That is crazy. That is very cool. Like, I would be all in with that. I would eat that potion. Totally. Uh, Mark, do you like Halloween? You guys? I do. Yeah? I thought yeah. you might. I don't know. I Just a vibe you, that I got. You call me a pagan? No, I just, uh, you no, seem like you have a good time. <laughs> we usually have like a big Halloween bash, like a big party, 80, 90 people. We're, we're taking a breather this year, and we're going to one that uh, one of our friends uh, arranged at a hall. So it'll be fun, It's but we usually have like a massive house party. We take costumes seriously like it's mandatory we have prizes and uh our friends go all out we are taking just like a a bit of a reprieve this year but yeah we have a lot of fun but we don't get we don't get a lot of kids in our neighborhood where we are but uh, and my kids are too old to trick-or-treat but we have fun as adults kids at heart if you will dressing up what's your favorite costume that you've had oh my gosh uh i I can't say some of it on the air, okay. but uh, no, just, no I, I've had a lot of fun. <laughs> My wife and I, we have, we're good. She's a great sport. So we've had a lot. We were Ken and Barbie dolls. That was clean. We, oh, we had cute. giant pink, pink boxes around us that we made from scratch. Like, you know, you either buy your costumes or you create them. So we had a lot of fun. One year I was Richard Simmons uh, and it, it was really fun. I, I, I have to say I looked like, like it was really, I looked like him. It was really funny, which is, you know, no offense to him. 
but it wasn't really like, no it's an homage yeah, yeah it was fun it was fun my friend and i just like you know i was overly flamboyant that night and my friends got a big kick out of it i don't know i was sigh once like gangnam style that didn't age well <laughs> i remember that uh yeah we've had a lot of fun over the years um last year we were um squid game costumes those were store-bought like you know on amazon or whatever squid game remember that yeah so, you, yeah that was a fun. good show yeah anyways um well, we just we just talked a little bit about uh, President Biden and uh, Governor DeSantis down in Florida dealing with the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. Yeah. And as we see, whenever there is a, a natural disaster like this, there's a, there's two versions of scam that come out. Number one, taking advantage of the people who were already hit and hurt by the natural disaster. And then a scam that takes advantage of the people like us who want to help out in the yeah. event of a natural disaster. And the real sad part of all this is that people are going to be more reluctant to give legitimate charities, right, who want to help those recover from this devastating, uh, devastating hurricane. So that's the issue here is that these jerks, these cyber criminals, these fraudsters out there are ruining it for everybody else. Right. But, yeah, so both the FBI and the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, has uh, published warnings about uh, just as you said, there are scams going on within Florida, people going door to door with the clipboard and a smile saying, uh, you know, like insurance schemes and all that. And, and then for everybody else, like those in L.A. who want to dig deep and, and give money that's going to go to the right, to, you know, uh, organizations to help people recover they're also getting burned by uh these scams and let's face it it's not just following natural disasters there's phishing scams during tax time romance scams you know those like catfishing scams around valentine's day we've seen pandemic and war related scams you know trying to raise money for ukraine that does not go there but uh, yeah, so following what happened in uh, Florida and part of the Carolinas, we've been seeing all, I don't know about you, I've, been, I've, I've got some texts that were phony saying, you know, uh, click, you know, tap Y to say you're up for donating and then you get a link to a PayPal thing or a crypto thing. All of it, it's coming in many forms, emails, text messages, phone calls, door to door uh, and uh, over social media. So just you know, be on the lookout. I have an article dropping in USA Today this weekend that has like 10 tips, like 10 things to know if you are approached to donate some red flags and then things that will say, okay, that, that confirm it's, it's, it's good. But there are a few different red flags you should be aware of. Gary gets a uh, scantily clad women's pictures on his phone. Oh yeah. Of yeah, and some of them are scams. I, mean, yeah, I was going to say, uh, are they KFI <laughs> listeners? Are they? Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, you got to be careful with those. I get those. Yeah, my Facebook um, invitation list, you know, like friend request list mm -hmm. that I have not yet accepted. They're all like all stunning women who are obviously not the people who are trying to. They're all bots, right? Right. To, um, so look, just be aware. If you want to donate, stick to the reputable charities. Make sure it is the real name, like it's not U.S. Red Cross, like it's American Red Cross, for example. Make sure that if someone is going door to door, just, you know, if there's any sense of urgency in a phone call, in person, just that should be a red flag because they'll take your money anytime you'd love to donate it, right? So just be be aware, like have your spidey sense tingling. Only donate with credit cards, so you've got some recourse there. Never, you know, send cryptocurrency or a gift card or cash or a wire transfer, or anything like that. If they ask for that and they say that's all we take, it's probably a scam. You know, um, just just do your homework. And and lastly, especially 
for those who have, like we, I think we talked about grandparent scams a few weeks ago, um, gently remind your elderly friends and family that the, these scammers are hitting them the most. Not only are seniors on average paying out more for these scams, but they're also less likely to report it. And you know, then it's, it's, they're ashamed. You wrote an article about uh, acknowledging the slowdown in sales following the pandemic when it comes to Peloton, Apple Fitness, but that these uh, home fitness companies will see significant growth over the coming years. Yeah, why don't we end off on something a little lighter? Uh, <laughs> you know, is, but yeah, so I, I did uh, pen a piece about um, home gear slowing right down, even though analysts are pretty bullish that in, in the long run, uh, the likes of these like rowing machines and, and bikes and ellipticals and all that, the sales will uh, turn back up. They'll, they'll go back up again because after the pandemic and things started opening up, the sales dropped. But the article looked at services that are, they range from free. I mean, you can go to YouTube and literally watch tens of thousands of fitness videos that uh, they may not be live, but they're good. And they'll, you'll find a, an instructor that you gel with and they'll motivate you. And then there are the paid services like Apple Fitness, as you mentioned, Shannon. There's Peloton has their own subscription service where you don't need gear either. You don't even need like a mat or weights. A lot of them just let you do it wherever you want. And the benefit there, by the way, is that you can go to a hotel and, and work out. Um, so you don't need to lug any gear with you. So there's lots of services out there. Um, you know, even Roku has... I think 250 channels in their fitness category that, and many of them are free, not all of them, but many of them are free. So see what works for you to motivate you. Yeah. You don't have to subscribe to these things. Like you said, I mean, but yeah. some of them are great. They allow tracking and things like that, that you couldn't do for the free services, but uh, not a necessity. Next big thing is VR exercise. The, as the headsets get smaller and smaller, it, you can have a lot of fun with these uh, virtual reality uh, fitness classes. Yeah. Anyways, always Mark. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah. Likewise. Thanks guys. Mark Thank Salzman. you. Um, when we come back, we're going to get into some more crazy science stories. And I loved this story. I saw it earlier in the week about mountain lions eating wild donkeys. First of all, oh. I didn't realize there were a lot of wild donkeys in the California. Oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> wild donkey talk. When we come back, Gary and Shannon, you thought you said anywhere. something bad. And, oh, you just said that you did. Yeah. Coming up next, Gary and Shannon, KFI, Wild Donkey Talk, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. International Monetary Fund is once again lowering its projections for global economic growth in 23. It's projecting world economic growth lower by about $4 trillion. Everybody knows the managing director of the International Monetary Fund. Her name is, no, wrong, Kristalina Gorgieva, Georgieva, Georgieva. Told an audience at Georgetown University today that things are more likely to get worse before it gets better. The United States has imposed more sanctions on the Iranian government as uh, officials in response to the death of a young woman who died in police custody. She had been arrested for by the morality police for not properly covering her hair with her hijab. She collapsed at a police station and died three days later and touched off protests around that country and others. WNBA star Brittany Griner is at her absolute weakest moment in life right now as she faces a hearing in Russia later this month for her appeal of a nine-year prison sentence for drug possession. That was according to her wife, who told the CBS Mornings in an interview aired today that Brittany Griner is afraid of being forgotten by the United States. Well, we've got a bunch of cool science stories here that um, 
They're strange. Well, they're very strange. Strange science. It's alive. It's like weird science, but strange. Do you want a bit of baseball strange science? That's not. You're you're just toying with me now because I'm not the season's over you. and you. I'm not toying with you. Okay. Higher velocity. And increased shifts led to the Major League batting average dropping to .243, its lowest since 1968. Wow. Yes. Velocity. (laughs) Defensive shifts and 100-mile-per-hour pitches set records this season, contributing to the worrisome offensive drop MLB is trying to address. When the average dropped this low more than half a century ago, MLB lowered the pitcher's mound. Next year's rules changes announced last month include the first restriction on shifts, a decision made over the objection of the Players Association. Wow. See, I found some baseball science. You are nice. News. That's very nice of you. You're to do welcome. That my day of mourning. Uh, the, an apex predator has been haunting interlopers in Death Valley. Hmm. A mountain lion was caught on a nighttime camera. Pouncing on the back of an in-stride wild donkey. Now, that doesn't sound like a fair fight. Mountain lion versus wild donkey? Newly documented cougar donkey dynamic has been the focus of very little research, but it might illustrate this developing relationship between these two animals that could benefit the ecosystem. Was the mountain lion trying to hook up with the uh, wild donkey? No. Oh, is that what you're saying? He pounced on the in-stride... No, no, I think this is a different... Are you sure? I think it's a... If nothing else, it's a different angle of attack, maybe. Did you see pictures? I have seen the picture. It's It just... I mean, the donkey's lying on its side, and the mountain lion Uh is tearing into his soft parts. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Um... Let's see. Uh, One of the people who has been studying this, Eric Lundgren, is the biologist who captured these images... And he said these feral donkeys, known as burrows, have long been considered invasive and major disruptors of the native species in the habitats there in Death Valley. But the this same guy, Eric Lundgren, is hoping the study could shift how conservationists and researchers view these donkeys. He said, I was just interested in wild donkeys as wildlife, not just as pest, pests. He says, I think you should study them if you want to understand them. Um, they were primary recorded prey of mountain lions in certain areas of Death Valley National Park, but said that the presence of the mountain lions changed, and when the donkeys fed, roamed, and congregated, their Mm. interaction formed an emerging ecological network. It may be good news that the mountain lions are eating these things, because if mountain lions co-occur with equids, the horse-related species, everybody knows that, just like a wild donkey— um, it's kind of neat that they're together again. These new relationships are unfolding, which I think is an interesting way to put how to describe a mountain lion eating a wild donkey as they refer to it as a relationship. In many ways, they mimic the old relationships that have been around for millions of years. Did you know that our eyes can change color throughout our lives? I have thought that my wife's eyes color. Uh, eye color has changed a tiny bit. Have they gotten greener? I feel like it, I have. Yes. To, I feel like your eyes or your wife's eyes have gotten greener as well. And I also feel like my eyes have. Like, it's hard to tell with 
with blue eyes because they can kind of change depending upon what you're wearing. Right. Like your eyes today look almost gray. But if you're wearing like a bright blue, like my sweatshirt, they would look bluer. That's just the nature of blue eyes. They right. just they can change. Um, but there has been some research on on babies that they have tracked at Stanford. Study led by Cassie Ludwig tracked 148 babies born at a children's hospital, recording their iris color at birth. Nearly two-thirds of babies were born with brown eyes and one-fifth with blue. Two years later, they found that of the 40 blue-eyed babies, 11 had brown eyes by the age of two. Now, that I've known for sure, that that especially children's eyes will change. Yeah. They say healthy color change is most con- mostly confined to early childhood, um, but that it can happen. It can happen later in life. They said it's also significant that the kids' eyes, when they change, they do tend to become darker, not lighter. A third of the babies change color in their first two years. The most common change becoming darker like that. So, Did you know that humans are not the only animals whose eyes change color? Perhaps the most dramatic change is the seasonal variation in reindeer eyes from golden turquoise in summer to deep blue in winter because Santa prefers blue eyes. That's why. That's. Does he breed the reindeer just to get the blue eyes? As the reindeer's iris dilates in the Arctic's winter darkness, it raises the pressure within the eye. This pressure packs the fibers of collagen in the tapetum liquidum closer together, which makes them reflect bluer light. Picking up more of the Arctic's deeply saturated blue light helps the reindeer to see through the dark winter months. And Santa prefers blue eyes. David Bowie had two different color eyes. Some people do. So does, uh, what's his face, the pitcher for the Mets now? Strasburg? I like two different colored eyes. Uh, when we come back, a little bit more about a Scottish fossil that may be of the pterodactyl, pterodactyl ancestor. And the saliva of wax worms may help... Stem the tide of our plastic pollution. That reminds me of when you took that individual packet, uh, plastic bag of candy corn, and put it in your mouth. But I then took it out of my mouth. And then and you just left the, it on the desk. I ate the candy corn. Like a animal. Gary and Shannon will continue with Strange Science. Gary and Shannon, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Can I just give a shout out to that burp you just created? That was a good one. What are you talking about? You didn't even notice it. Was that me? <laughs> that was a good one. Well, it, had, it, it checked a lot of boxes. I had this much of a soda. Right. I just had a couple onion rings. It had some had good it. volume. It had some good, uh, some other sounds. Did it sound like I forced it? Because I don't feel like I forced no, it. No, it sounded like, and you didn't even miss a beat. Like you were in the middle of a sentence and you just, I, you didn't even take a breath after that monster. Well done. That monster. I'm impressed. Uh, the John and Ken show, of course, is coming up in a few minutes after we wrap up our strange science stories. A couple of substances in the saliva of waxworms could break down a common type of plastic as we try to fight against this tidal wave of plastic that will soon overwhelm us. 
And I'm looking at you, 99 cent stores and uh, five below and everything else. That we Two substances. Two enzymes identified in the caterpillar saliva were found to rapidly and at room temperature degrade polyethylene, the world's most widely used plastic and the major contributor to global demise. Who who decided, like, you know what? I'm going to take some of this worm saliva, throw it on plastic, and see what happens. I don't know, but they should get a Nobel Prize for, I don't know, trash reduction, possibly. They said that this is changing the paradigm of plastic biodegradation. I have a question. How much saliva do these worms generate, and what? how do you collect it? Like, how... Um, how do you milk how, them? How could this become a real solution to a problem? Well, could it? If, if you were able to figure out which enzyme and how, uh, although they say they've know, they know the two enzymes, if you were able to produce it on a large scale and, I don't know, take it out to the Pacific garbage gyre that they had swirling out there in the ocean, maybe that begins to break down the plastics to the point where it's small enough it just disappears into the environment. Mm. Um, it does break down into small particles, so it can become the source of micro and nano plastic particles that we've seen show up in fish all over the place and in other environments. Um, but they said that the wax worms, the idea would be to produce the worm saliva enzyme synthetically to break down the plastic waste. The use of billions of wax worms to do the jobs obviously would generate carbon dioxide because they metabolize the polyethylene. But uh, they said at the very least, this is something that they, they can begin the process of toying with removing some of the plastic from the environment. Dolly 2 Mm-mm. is generating over 2 million images a day. This is a machine learning algorithm from OpenAI. At this pace, its output would equal Getty and Shutterstock combined in eight minutes. The eight al- months. Uh, eight, excuse me, eight <laughs> months. <laughs> that would have been really impressive. The algorithm is producing almost as many images daily as the entire collection of free image site Unsplash. Um, all right. So, and that was before it was open to everyone. I signed up for it a little bit ago and have been playing with this thing. And the purpose is to, um, I guess, type in basically whatever detailed description you want of an image that you want this thing to produce for you. They're going to have to drill down on some of the particulars because when we were playing with it during the break, the images that it creates look almost like they are alien people or disformed in or um they they're not they're not real humans. It's no. it's sort of an it's almost as if you looked at a human through one of those uh, prisms, you know, the yeah. face is a little bit off. Yeah. Um, like so, there's an eye up here, an eye down there, and yeah. an ear that's well, uh, not really an ear. That may be why they call it Dolly, like Salvador. Ah. Dolly. I don't know wow. if that's true or not, but that's Well, that's thing. exactly what it looks like. If you type in the word Gary, this is what comes up. There's three. There's It comes up with four pictures for each of these things. That third one, one, that guy in the third picture looks like your parents or brother and sister. Yeah, there's a lot wrong with that guy. And then these guys in it, the background. Almost like don't zombie even, people. They don't even have their faces all the way done. Yeah, right? like but zombie it, If you get specific, you can ask for. Is that a um, piece of meat? Uh, see, again, oh it's my not God. clear. I don't want to look at those anymore. This looks like it's a bacon-wrapped 
sausage of like summer sausage. The first of some one kind? looks like Jeffrey Dahmer's dinner. If you get specific, you can ask for the unicorn throwing a football, I think yeah, is what you said. That's the and best these are like one. Cartoons so far. that came up. Right. I asked for a green apple in a purple room with two windows. Okay. Which is that one's the only one that was correct because it's got two windows. But that's I mean, that's a green apple. Yeah. Those are purple windows. And then things like this one that is Gary and Shannon doing a talk radio show. That looks a little bit like Donald Morrison. This guy? No, that this guy? No, that face. The lady? Yeah, but oh. if it was a dude. Right. And if he had uh, eyes in different parts of his head. Just there, the jaw looks a, looks like his. It's an amazing thing because it it's close enough that you clearly recognize what the computer is going for here, but it's just far enough off that it's creepy to look at. Yeah. It's got that uncanny valley that um what was the name of that Midnight Express or whatever it was, the Polar Express. Back when that movie came out and it was all con- computer generated people's faces, mm-hmm. it didn't look right. That uncanny valley where it, it's close but no cigar when it comes to seeing an actual human put together by computers. What is this creature? Ah. Pterodactyl ancestor? Pterodactyl ancestor. 230 million year old fossil reptile that was found in Scotland. It's They're calling it a... Small, scampering, Triassic reptile. He's a cute little guy, isn't he? When uh, he's got all his... Uh, Scleromoclus is what they call it. And look at that. The whole the whole um, fossil is in a rock that is basically held by just two hands. I mean, think yeah, of it. How you is put that your intact? two palms together because it's that small. It's incredible. That's how small it is compared to the other tar- uh, to pterodactyls, which were much larger than that. We could get one of these little guys. For what? The office. You want to put a literal dinosaur in the office? Well, it's just a baby dinosaur. I wouldn't mind the rock that has the dinosaur fossil in it. That'd be fine. I don't think you need to get a dinosaur for the office. News and Bruce coming up October 20th. We're going to be in West Covina at the BJ's Restaurant and Brew House. And uh, if you were at any of the last few that we've had, they have been absolute blasts. We have a great time. And we would love it if you would come on out. We're telling you now so that you can uh, schedule your days off or your lunchtime or, oh, I got a sales meeting at the BJ's that I got to go to. Got to get there. Can't miss it. Uh, the other one is November 3rd, which comes up in uh, uh, the Burbank BJ's Restaurant and Brewhouse right off the freeway there. So it's super easy to get to. Got to pack that place. Got to pack that place. Piss off Petros and Matt. I don't think they'll be mad. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? What? They will? You see how mad they get when we play not much? I have not heard any. You're, you keep saying that they're going to be mad at us for that. And well, I because I, I get the, the mean text messages of like, I uh, heard you guys played the not much. And it's like, yeah, well, that's ours. I'm like, cool. They get oddly territorial over their drops. Well, do they... Do they actually hear it themselves or someone tells them that they heard it on our show? Uh, I don't know. I think it's both. I think it's a little bit of both. But it's like if we played John and Ken's Heads on a Stick or whatever, they wouldn't care. They wouldn't get all weird about it. Right? They would share with us the lake of fire. The dumpster. Who is that woman? Svetlana. Oh, Svetlana. I miss her. She was a very sturdy woman. Uh, sturdy's a good word for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get her and Meg Whitman confused in my head. <laughs> Meg Whitman is a very sturdy woman, too. <laughs>
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.